Thanks for downloading this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. It is Sunday, sitting here recording. You just got done recording the second episode, which is this one you're about to hear. Uh, it was a, a great episode, but please like, review, review, like, share, subscribe, whatever it is. Do them all, hit the buttons uh, so we can grow this podcast. Uh, it's exciting. People, again, I always say the same thing, but people are enjoying it. It's fun. It's cool when people come up to you, but hey, your last episode was really good. Or sometimes they say, oh, I listened to episode such and such with so-and-so. And that was, you know, episode 110 and I'm up to 182 now. So like, it's cool. People still go back and try to find someone's one of ones that they like, you know, so uh, keep reaching out to me, the Nerdball the nerdball podcast at gmail.com all the social medias the nerdball pod on twitter search nerdball podcast on uh, facebook and instagram but it's been exciting so uh so keep reaching out uh keep requesting people keep uh sending people my way uh, to get more interviews uh my guest today on this episode uh is a former football player from parisburg who's now university of toledo uh we talk all about his the change of schedule, how college football works, you know, how we got to where he is, um, you know, that the fortunate stuff that he was able to be involved in, you know, he's a smart kid, you know, to understanding in high school, if you take certain college classes, it's going to help you out in the future. And it's definitely paying off. You'll hear the amount of hours he has to take and when he was, when he's able to graduate, which is pretty insane. So check that out uh, again. Um, please reach us, reach us anywhere. Um, and uh, so we can continue this growth podcast. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, please subscribe to YouTube. Search the Nerdball podcast there. So uh, without further ado, here's my guest. Hey, everyone. My name is Connor Wallenzak, and this is the Nerdball podcast. This is the Nerdball podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. Awesome, Connor. Uh, thanks for squeezing me in and your busy schedule of coming on the podcast, man. No, thank you for having me on. It's it was crazy, but um, <laughs> but I'm happy I could be here. It was good to see you Friday night too. If you were at the game for last Friday, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was really happy I could make it back. It was good to see everyone again. It felt like it's been an eternity since I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I I know my my wife said that uh she saw you when you're walking in and she said you must have felt super famous because all these kids are just running up to you like connor connor <laughs> you know i was trying to i was trying to stay like almost undercover a little bit just so i could get to the sideline because you know i i really wanted to get to be able to see the first half more than i got to um so i was trying to just get get into the action as quick as i could but it was good to see everyone and you know coming back home feels great with all the support but it was fun yeah well, I told Andrea, my wife, I was like, the only reason kids are kids are able to do that and feel like they can do that is because that's how you've been your whole time at Perrysburg. You've just been open and talking to the kids and high-fiving and being involved in camps and everything. And, you know, now that you're playing Division One football, that just adds adds a piece to it. But it was already there. You could have not played Division One football and still came back and you still would have got that same reception. Yeah, and I, I, I you know, I take pride in, in having the ability to reach out to those kids and, you know, it still amazes me how excited and and crazy that they can get when seeing me because you know I in my head I'm I'm just another Perrysburg football sure. player that played there that you know has moved on now but you know it's cool to get to build a relationship go back and say hi to a bunch of kids that you know I can know them by their first name and mm-hmm. it, it was good to see everyone again. 
it's it's special to them and as they as they grow up you know maybe that little piece that little part of like oh connor would always talk to me like once once will lead them to be like oh maybe maybe i'll play football now or something you know you never know like how how little kids would take any of that stuff yeah 100 percent, i agree yeah uh, so I know you're, you're real busy. So, uh, with school, with practice, lifting all that stuff, uh, what is something you do Connor that you just like to be able to turn all that off to get a little bit away from it, whatever, a little bit of free time you have, yeah. like, what do you, what do you nerd out about? What can you get into? What do you, you know, what do you, what do you do to just kind of shut your brain off? You know, in high school, it used to be the video games. I mean, I can, I yeah. can put down the video games in my free time. You know, that was what I did to keep my mind away from other things. But now with camp, like it's it's a it's a lifestyle. We talk about this at football, like, you know, when we're not there, we're still doing football. You know, it's a lifestyle. So honestly, my time to kind of dial down and and relax a little bit is me sitting on the couch with an iPad watching film (laughs) and can't get away from it. Yeah. And, you know, like I'll watch film, watch film up until like nine o'clock at night. Then, you know, I get like 30 minutes before I get ready to go to bed. Um, those 30 minutes, I, I like to listen to music. I okay. had a little record player downstairs, just sit on the couch, close my eyes, listen to some music and kind of just just kind of <laughs> lay there and recap on the day and, and relax yeah. a little bit. So that's what I've been doing, listening to a lot of music. What uh, has school started yet? Not yet. So, okay. so we what, start what, next week. What have your days been like? Like, give me like a typical day. Like, what do you what do you do in the morning and all the way to night? Yeah, so I wake up at six thirty. I'll get dressed here at the house. Get dressed. Um, go to the go to the facility. Drop my backpack off with my notebooks, my binders, and my iPad. And then I'll go to the student union. We have breakfast there, so I'll get to breakfast around six fifty. Okay. Um, like six forty five, six fifty, and then. Eat breakfast, come back, uh, get taped up before our big team meeting. Then I'll get dressed, uh, ready for practice, everything but shoulder pads and helmet. So get my lowers on and then mm-hmm. everything like that. Then go up, we go up to team meeting at eight. Team meeting lasts like 15 minutes. You know, we spend a little time reflecting on some stuff personally in there. And then we have a we have our position meetings until until 9.05 and then we get out on the practice field at 9.15 so practice will go 9.15 to depending on the day you know okay. some days we have we have designated days for long days medium days and short days so on okay. a long day we'll get out at at 12.15 so a three-hour practice then from 12.15 to probably 12.45 you know I go I'll be at cold tubs so cold tubs are after practice drink a couple drink a couple power raids try to get a little weight back before we go eat breakfast, you know, um, then I'll take a shower, get dressed, and then we'll head to the student union again for lunch. Mm-hmm. And so by the time we get done with lunch, it's probably around, you know, 1.15, 1.30. I'll either go back to the facility and depending on how much time I have, either I'll come back here where I'm living here and I'll take like a 15, 20 minute nap and then go back. But one of the long days, I don't have time to come back here. So I go back to the facility, stretch, roll out, do some recovery stuff up until our next team meeting at two 45. And we got a little team meeting and position <laughs> meetings up until like three 30, four o'clock. And then we'll walk through from four to five 30, then dinner. Uh, after that, 
then I'll shower again because the walkthrough really isn't a walkthrough. So then I'll shower <laughs> again after dinner. Then we have our last team meeting of the day at 630. Hmm. And then we'll leave around 715 and they'll have a snack for us to go. Then I come back here, get a little downtime, you know, put my stuff away, get make sure everything's set for tomorrow and then watch some film. Now I, I'm in bed by 930, 945 every night. So um, the days are the days go by really fast and they blend <laughs> together really easily. I could like, imagine. Honestly, I still can't believe it's August twentieth. Like it feels like we just started this thing a week ago. So mm, wow, was yeah. Those are uh, like you said, it is a lifestyle because you're there the entire time, and then adding school on top of it, which is going to change it. You know, your days are still yeah. going to be long. It's just going to change where you're at and what you're doing. You know, exactly. Like you know, I'll, I'll still get done it around 7 30 8 o'clock at night but yeah you know i'll spend five hours a day on school instead of all those extra position and teamings that we have you know we'll dial that down a little bit mm -hmm. practice will also be shorter because once we get into season you know sunday sunday's a lift and film day monday they can't talk to us it's completely off wow. and tuesday tuesday wednesday are full practice thursday's a walk through friday's a run through before we leave and then saturday we play so you know, once school year starts, it dies down a little bit. So where, where are you at now? As far as like, what are you involved in? Are you, are you on special teams or where are you at in the depth chart? Like where, where are you and, and how are you feeling about where you're at? So right now I'm, I'm playing on pretty much all the special teams, which I've, I've been uh, very fortunate to coaches earn the coaches trust with everything like that. You know, just trying to get my way on anything that I can. Yeah. Um, so I'm on kickoff return. I'm on punt. I'm on punt return. Um, I'm a backup on kickoff. So I'm not on field goal. You know, I'm a little too small for that. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've been able to get on those a little bit. And then um, we haven't released a, a travel depth chart at all okay. uh, for actual position at, at the running back position. But, you know, I think as an overall group this year, like our our running back room has, I think, transformed the way that we we really think and think and also prepare ourselves for football. I think that the strides we've made from spring to now are huge. So you know, I'm I'm just proud of everyone who's, you know, everyone who's been in that room. You know, they're they're long days and they keep showing up and showing out. So uh, I've been doing well and I'm really happy with where I'm at. I've I've been enjoying every minute of it and I'm really happy that I got to um, make some special teams, which, you know, if everything keeps going the way they are, then I'll travel and, yeah. you know, play at Illinois, which would be pretty freaking cool. Um, Illinois. So uh, Ellie Garst is the, is the twirler there. Do you, do you remember Ellie? Yes, I do. I didn't know yeah. she went to Illinois though. Yeah, she that's is. Cool. A, no, she's that's cool. That's really cool. The featured twirler that they only, they take. So I interviewed her and Maisie Zapata a few, I don't know, a month ago or so. And, She's, yeah. it, Ellie said it was pretty cool because they only take one twirler every four years. So it's like if someone talked to you in college, like, hey, we're taking a running back and we're not taking any other running backs. And so like, yeah, she has that's no, crazy. Yeah, she has no like, like she obviously has to continue to work and do hard and progress and all that stuff. But there isn't like yeah. that breathing down your back saying like, hey, we're bringing in these new people, you know. That's awesome for her. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Talk about a premium position on the premium recruiting position right there yeah for sure she, everything worked out really well you know she's a obviously an awesome twirler so too so that 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 worked out um 
do you think do you think uh some of your success I, i'm gonna call it success because you're a freshman and you get to be on some special teams do you, i would imagine a lot of that is attributed to you graduating early and being there uh last spring oh 100 i would say you know I don't know how things would have panned out if I would have just came normal time mm-hmm. uh, just because I didn't do it. But I I would contribute with where I'm at due to the spring, especially with our new special teams coordinator. Like um, he came, he was his first semester was in the spring, too. Mm-hmm. So getting to kind of grow up with him a little bit, too. So I guess one of the new guys, you know, it's always experiment with the new guys first and then fall kind of fall back on, you know, if they got it or if they don't. Yeah, and so, yeah. you know, I had I had a really tough spring. You know, we we do special teams competition drills every day at practice, and you know, I didn't have an easy run. My my partners were Dallas Gant and Max and Hook, so like I'm competing against two of you know, two of our really good defensive players who they've been around college football and they they you know they know what they're doing. Da- um, Dallas, yeah, but that's when I went to St. John's. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Like, Getting to, getting to compete against them really yeah. helped me because it brought me to like whether I wanted it to or not, like it brought me to the speed of college football probably a lot faster than if I wasn't partners with them. So um, I think the spring is 100% the reason why I've been able to crack some special teams work. Yeah. Well, I think too, like you aren't um, – obviously you graduated early, you're a smart kid, and you're not going to take that chance – and you're not going to do that without saying, hey, if I'm doing this, it's me 100 percent. I'm going to read all the books, watch all the film, do everything, all, you know, everything to the fullest extent, you know, because you're it's your life. It's your job to do all that stuff. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, if you don't if you don't do anything the best of your ability, then you're you're only shorting yourself, really. Sure. So, you know, you got to I think the spring was tough. The, the change from high school to college school wise wasn't too bad for me. It was different for sure, but I know a lot of people have really rocky starts when they first get into college. I know I I did really well this this spring semester grade wise, and I took some pretty tough classes too, which didn't make it easy on me. <laughs> um, but like this spring wise, I thought being able to get in and adapt to the schedule of a normal life because you know this camp is such a condensed part of the year. So getting to adapt to like what that normal period is going to be like, I'm going to come into the fall feeling a lot more comfortable than I was in the spring. And most college kids, you know, you get that summer or high, let's just say high school kids, you get that summer to prepare yourself for college. And for you, it's like, all right, I'm graduating. And, uh, however, I mean, it wasn't a summer, obviously it was a week or two. Yeah, I don't know. And then, and then you're like, all right, time to open some, uh, college, college, uh, books and be living on my own. Yeah. And uh, that was tough. Like, the, the living in your own part was really tough for me just because I'm so close with my family. So, you know, they're, they're really, they're really there for me all the time. And going away from home was different. And I'm such a homebody, like everything that I do is revolved around really my family. So it was different for sure. And yeah, you know, I still made sure I got, I got to see them every weekend. I'd go home. I'd, I stayed literally every weekend at home. Yeah. So I, we get done on Friday and, and then we've have optional stuff on Saturday morning. I'd go home on Friday all day for, cause I didn't have any classes on Friday. Uh, so I'd go home Friday, hang out all day, Friday at home, drive back to the dorm, stay in the dorm, do my optional stuff the next morning and then drive back home and stay the whole weekend there. So I spent a good amount of time at home still. Um, 
and with camp, you know, I haven't, I've only gone home one time, so it's been different, but it's also easier because I've adapted to it now. Well, and, and there's, and that's a benefit of going to school close to home. Like you, you yes. get that, right. You get, and I'm sure at some point, you know, you're going to, if you haven't already, you're going to take teammates home too. And you guys are going to chill out there and that kind of stuff. Like that's, I just remember my buddies playing baseball at BG and that's what would happen because we are so close. Like, Oh, this is, this is my friend's own. So where they'd show up, you know, they might show up at my parents' house with a teammate and we hang out and eat or whatever. And it's just, it's just the nature of college and being home. Yeah. And I think I got it. I don't know. I don't know um, how things would have panned out if I was further away from home because, you know, that comfort of being able to go home really does change the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, In for my sure. Mind, at least. Yeah. 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 Cause it's just like an extra, like an like extra a safety net almost. Yeah. Yeah. And some, some people don't like it. Some people do. And, and as long as you can work it, like it sounds like you did, work it in your schedule where it's not going to interfere with what you have to do, then, then it's a positive. Yeah. I agree. Do you have roommates right now? No, not right now. So actually my roommate is moving in this up. So they came and saw the house. So I'm living in a house okay. right off campus. Like it's like a two, one to two minute drive to the facility in the morning. So I'm right here. Um, and my roommate is moving in this, this week. So he's a golfer, Mason deal. Uh, oh, him and I are living together. So yeah, he went to so, Perrysburg, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So He's moving in, and so it'll be us two. Then you know we'll see where it comes else from there. You know I think I'm not I'm not going to be surprised if by the end of the year we have three maybe four guys. So, <laughs> um, like the house is awesome. My parents my parents were fortunate enough to to get this as a as an option for us, mm-hmm. and um, you know we spent the whole summer. I mean that was this was my summer, you know doing all the work on this, renovating, fixing up, nice. painting, you know, whatever it is. I I was here pretty much almost every day. So I'm really fortunate for this and I'm 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 really spoiled too. Um but I <laughs> but I, to know. I love it. Like this is awesome. Like talk about like college living like this is amazing and coming back here at the end of the day just it's it feels like like a second home. It's, it's a home. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And you want, you want, wherever you're away from your main family, you want it to feel as close to that as possible. Yeah. And then that's why it's, that's why the, I struggled in the dorm a little bit because like our dorm room, don't get me wrong. It was really nice, but like we didn't even have a couch in our dorm room. Like if I wanted to sit down, I had to sit down in an office chair. If Uh, I had to sit down, I had to lay down in my bed. Like I didn't want to spend the days there. Like there was nothing to do and we're always so busy. So like, it's not like I, I can go sit down like and hang out with my roommate cause he's at class or he's doing something in the indoor, like getting extra work in. Yeah. And then it's like, it, our schedules were kind of flip flop too. So that didn't work, but I didn't want to spend a lot of time in there. So this, I feel very comfortable coming back here and spending, spending my free time here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is Mason golfing in at UT? Yeah, he is. Oh, nice. Okay. So that's, that is cool too, to have like roommate who, who understands like, all right, here's what, here's what it takes to be a division one athlete, you know, and, and have the same mindset. And, you know, there's, you guys are still college kids and you're still going to do college kid stuff, but at least you, the, the same drive is there this, and regardless of the sport, the drive is going to be there. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And Mason, 
you know, Mason always like yesterday he was at the golf court. He he, he golfed twice yesterday. So like, you know, Mason's he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be here that much. I'm like, Hey man, don't worry me either. <laughs> like, you know, th this house is going to be pretty empty until it's time to sleep. So, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to have him come in here. I think it'll be fine. You know, we, we're both pretty quiet people. So, um, were, were you guys friends before you like decided yeah, to do this? We, we were in math. We had a math class together, his senior year, okay. um, my junior year. So we sat together pretty much the whole year and we built our friendship up pretty well. And Mason's awesome. So I'm excited. Not too many of friendship are built around math. So that's, uh, I know. <laughs> well, when you have Mrs. Zeckman as your teacher, she makes it really fun. So oh, good. All right. All right. Yeah. So, so math was, math was very enjoyable that year, but that was my best year of math. So what, what math was it? It was, uh, AP calculus. Oh my God. That I, was a fun year. Wait. So your junior year, you took AP calc. Yeah. My junior year, I barely passed algebra two. I, <laughs> it was not my jam. Hey, math, math is, is uh, some people's strong suit and some people's oh. not so strong suit because, you know, I'm not I'm not too hot in the English department either. So, <laughs> you know what? I'm just glad both so far, both my kids uh, are pretty good at math. So it's something that uh, I was hoping to get from Andrea, which they have. So yeah, well, that's good news because <laughs> then they don't have to come up to you and ask you a bunch of questions. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. I don't remember. I was that was my junior year of high school. How do I remember that? Even now, they're like, Dad, um, we're working on fractions, and we got to subtract them. And I'm like, oh, my God. All right, let me Google this real quick and see if I can yeah, remember so how to do it. it. That's how my dad was, too, with me. He's like, oh, boy, it's been a long time since I've done this. <laughs> like, if I remember right, you know, I think you start like this. And then, like, he would just get me started, like, yeah. one step. And then it was like, okay, yeah, I remember how to do it. Like, boom, boom, boom. All right. But all right. Um, he was the same way. He was like. Oh, it's just so long. Like, yeah, this is so long ago. I don't even remember what what I was doing when I was doing this stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm glad they're there. They they both read, which is good. They like to read. Uh, although That's really I good. Mateo last year he was supposed to read like 20 minutes every night, which he pretty he did pretty good. Um, and then the summer he really knew a lot of reading. So I I took some uh, Pokemon cards and I hit him like in between his books, and I kept telling him all summer like, "Hey, make sure you read. Make sure you read." And he still hasn't found him because he hasn't been reading all summer. And I was like, all That's right, man. Funny. <laughs> He's going to have to find out someday. Yep. Yeah. He pulled the book off the shelf the other night. And it just was, it was the wrong book. There was nothing in there. So that's funny. <laughs> no, reading's awesome. I, I, yeah, yeah. I did a lot of reading in that, in that little break before, um, little break before I came here to the University of Toledo. I did a lot of reading in that like two week break that I had. I, I, mean, I spent a lot of my time, spent a lot of my time reading. And is there anything um, in particular you like? Yeah, I um still actually still haven't finished this book, but um it's called Project Hail Mary. It's the the author of the Martian book wrote okay. another one. There's another one too, Andy Weir. So he's he's really good. I think that's how you say his name at least. Um, but this book was awesome. I'm really close to finishing it. But my reading has kind of come to a halt ever since uh, I started in the spring semester with, mm -hmm. you know, like 30 minutes of free time. And then the summer, summer was tough, just a tough schedule. And then obviously now I'm very limited, but I'm looking forward to once we get back into the school year, especially with my class load I have, I, I'm not taking that much this 
upcoming semester to spend a little more time reading than I did. How many hours do you have? Uh, I have 14, but I only have one in-person class. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty much all online. 14 is like like mid, right? Yeah, very mid to low. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and my next semester, I have 12. I'm... I've been fortunate enough to take a lot of classes in high college classes yeah. in high school okay. that I'm going to graduate in three years with <laughs> only taking 12 credit hours a semester now. Oh my God. And 12, isn't 12 the minimum to be a full-time student? Yeah. Minimum to keep my scholarship. Oh so my I've been lucky from that standpoint. Connor, you are um, every, every parent of a daughter's dream. <laughs> That's funny. What? No, I graduated early I, from high school and college. He has no uh he has no college debt. Oh, he was a division one athlete. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I yeah, am he, very fortunate with the the money wise too. Like, yeah, you know, that's a lot of things that especially with all my friends going to school now and and you know, getting to hear their their spending, uh, spending maybe 20, a little worries. 25 grand a year. Yeah, a little, like worries about how this is gonna get done versus how it's not gonna get done. Like yeah. I, uh, it makes me even like before I knew I was really fortunate, but now when I'm getting to see people go through it live, like people really close to me, my friends, my girlfriend, the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, this like, that's something that's really stressful to think about. And to not have to think about that is really nice. I know I, we are, I am almost 40 and I have friends who are still paying their student loans off like now. And yeah, and it's, it's crazy, crazy how much like I feel like the cost of attendance every year is increasing. Like our scholarships for football, like they send us like our report every year for like how much money is going here, here, mm. here, here, and then how much our stipend is every month. And it's like it's like from even last semester to this semester, like it's increased like a thousand dollars. Wow. That's yeah, everything it always goes up, <laughs> never goes down a little bit. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it never will go down either, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, um, we, someone put out about Perrysburg, like being the, the top school in Northwest Ohio that have, uh, have athletes in college. Like we're, we're sending the most athletes to college to play a sport. Right. So I was talking to someone, I go, I think part of that, uh, it'd be cool to see a list, but I think part of that too, is that Perrysburg, um, you know, most families here are able to afford college too as part of it yeah you know which 100 you know, i mean they st- the athletes still got to be good at the sport uh, of where they're going and what they're doing but i think part of the them being able to say like yeah you can go and 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 play this sport division two or division three you still got to pay some and parents are, are able to do that you know it's that's a, a fortunate thing for us and where we live but not fortunate for everybody yeah i, I agree 100 like even to go for a deeper root cause is like parents have the money to be able to put their kids out and and expose them to situations that yeah. allow them to go on and move on too. So like with what you said and that, I think, you know, Perrysburg has been a very fortunate community from that standpoint to mm-hmm. kind of feel comfortable to be able to even do that yeah. as opposed to, you know, not having the means necessary. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, growing up in Toledo, I grew up in Toledo. I moved to Perrysburg when I was 14. But, uh, that like, I try to think of my life, like, like where it would be then as opposed to now. And most of that is just me, right? Most of it is, is you make the best of your situation. And I probably still would have 
done what I did, you know, but it's just been a different environment, but it's, it's, I think, I think you don't appreciate it until you get older and, you know, and you're a smart kid, you appreciate it probably sooner than most kids do. Uh, But even my kids are just like, they're used to living here. They're used to getting, having a nice house and this and doing whatever they want and all that kind of stuff. And as they get older, even me, I, I, it took me a while to figure out like, oh yeah, my dad moved us to Perrysburg. I was fortunate that he was able to do that. We were also fortunate to live in a home where my mom, my mom lost her job and my dad had to work, you know, 12 hours a day for seven, seven days a week for a while. Like all these things that you think about when you're older and you're, you have to go back and kind of tell your parents like, Hey, thank you. Or like, good job. Or, you know, like all this stuff that as a kid, you're not going to do that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You know, you're just not old enough to understand it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think like for me, I think one of the reasons why it came early is just because being around, you know, a lot of the guys on the football team came from completely different situations where, you know, I, I consider like the situation I came from, like, like I'm very fortunate and it's very, very good. And everything was not, not easy for me because Mm -hmm. that's not true. We all face our own battles, but um, I had a lot of resources that a lot of them did not have. Mm-hmm. and getting to hear their stories and everything like that makes you realize that like you know a lot of these things you hear like they aren't cliche like it's true like yeah you know we we've had kids grow up with no parents one parent or you know no parents active in their lives and everything like that and to hear that is like you know it makes you it makes you reflect on the times that like I still have a great relationship with my parents mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. And, and I've, they've always been there for me and given me a lot of things. So to see their side of the story is like confirms the thinking that like, I'm very fortunate and very lucky. Yeah. And I think you're smart enough to know too, like you can take, take your life and, and what you've been given and, and what you've achieved because of your hard work and, not to keep it to yourself like hey i'm going to help other people and do other things and you know at beyond college i'm going to be able to do x y and z and help all these people and you know it it starts with your family and being able to provide you with what you need but it doesn't end there because you can continue to give to other people yeah for sure and we had a we had a guest speaker come in and talk the other day about he had nine brothers six sisters dad was in prison mom worked two jobs never saw never saw his mom ever like they all slept on the floor, slept in a van outside of uh, outside of a Publix in Florida that they they couldn't afford to live anywhere. And it's like, you know, you hear all, all all those stories like that. And I think he really he really stressed to us the importance of just being there for someone else and loving on someone else rather than more monetary or. Mm-hmm. Um, like monetary physical stuff physical yeah Yeah. physical help and so he talked about how like i think sometimes the the best thing that you can give someone is just your support for them Mm -hmm. and that that's all i ask for this podcast just support it okay yeah (laughs) come on guys support it come on let's go (laughs) no no, but i i mean that's what's nice about you and and i've talked to your dad a few times and you know, just knowing that, like, hey, and we knew it from the moment you were with the varsity team it was like, hey, this not only is this kid a good athlete, um, but, you know, he's going to do a lot of really good stuff outside of that, because at some point it'll end, you know, maybe it'll end 
uh, after college, or maybe it won't, you know, at some point it's going to end and, and you will be prepared for whenever that ha- time comes. And, um, but we knew that we knew that from the beginning. So. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. You're, I agree. You're, you won't be remembered for what you do on the football field by any means. To some people, I'll remember that. Yes. But <laughs> I, you know, hopefully I would <laughs> At least I would like to think that people remember me more for my character and my person, more my persona than, you know, what I put out on the football field, because mm-hmm. that's more important to me than anything else. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's all it's all related. Right. It's you're a total yeah. package. You're not just one one way or, or one person or, or you know any of that stuff. So I, I I agree. And I think that I think people think that of you already. So especially, you know, in high school, uh, everyone that you've especially all the adults you've been around and everything, it's not. Oh, Connor's a, a one-trick pony, and he's arrogant, and he's a jerk, and you know. But you know, all that stuff led to where you're at right now, and it's you know all all one package. And you won't you won't just be remembered for your touchdowns. Although, <laughs> yes. although one thing I do one thing I do remember every time, and for whatever reason, it sticks in my head. It's probably because I watch so much film or see the highlights and stuff. Someone may have mentioned it to me too, but every time you scored a touchdown. I don't think I I think I've ever seen every time you immediately find a ref and just flip in the ball and then go, you, you don't even get too worked up. You get your side of high five, whatever, you know, but every time yeah. I remember just giving the ball to the official and then walking wherever you're or going, wherever you're going. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not a big celebration guy to begin <laughs> with. So creatively in my mind, I didn't have a lot up there when I scored, <laughs> but, but to go along with that, you know, best celebration is just celebrating with your team. So, yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, I woke up, uh, speaking of celebrating, I woke up really sore Saturday morning. I think it's because I got so excited when Matt Hubbard scored a touchdown because yeah. that's one of my dudes. I jumped up, I jumped up Jumping so around. high. Oh my gosh, I was so excited because it's been probably close to three years since the tight end has scored a touchdown. So, yeah, well, I mean, uh, was Ryan the last one? Ryan, yeah. Yep. We talked about that on, on Saturday, Saturday morning. But yeah, so that's it was funny. It was pretty, it was exciting and it was a, uh, awesome catch too it wasn't just like hey he's wide open really good yeah so that was cool too we we dirk or coach connor and coach ward are are telling hubbard like you know you're you can be a division one football player right and he's like no he goes yeah you're you're really good you're really big uh and you could do it if you want to yeah he's (laughs) probably just like uh you know it's probably like uh you know i just this is my first time playing football (laughs) let me just uh kind of get through high school first he did just commit to University of Toledo for baseball. Yeah, go Rockets! Like <laughs> I saw that on Twitter, and I, I wasn't I wasn't surprised because of I didn't think he was going to come to Toledo. He didn't have the talent, not at all. But I was surprised because honestly, I didn't think he would commit this early. Oh. I, I saw that on Twitter. It shocked me a little bit. I was like, "Oh my gosh, he'll be committed already!" Be- I was like, "Oh, let's go Rockets!" Though <laughs> can't turn that down. No, you can't. No. Um, how speaking of another Perrysburg guy, how's Grant doing? He's doing well. They yeah. moved him to center. So oh, really? he's been working. Yeah, he's been working on his working on his snaps, you know, getting the plays down. We had a big scrimmage yesterday and I think he did pretty good. I don't know what he graded out as, but um I think he did pretty good. So good. he's doing well, you know, hanging in there. School I was, uh... starting soon. So um schedule will change up and you know, a lot of my time of hanging out with them is at the facility kind of talking about football. You know, there's been some nights where we have off days and I'll go over to their dorm and hang out with them. 
Um, but once we open up a little more, I think it'll be more time to kind of, you know, hang out as a group. I, I was going to ask you how much time or how much you guys see each other, even when you're there besides meals. Cause you're you obviously play different positions. So I wasn't sure how often you guys get together. Yeah. Pretty rare. Like yeah. the time I get to spend time with Grant is like in, uh, like you said, meals, or if we have a period of time where, they give us like a rest period or something like that. Like, Hey, take 15 minutes, uh, like take 15 minutes before our team meeting, you know, we'll shorten it 15 minutes and I'll go in the offensive line room and I just hang out with those guys and sit next to Grant. So that's, that's like my time I get to spend with, uh, with Grant and them. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it adds up pretty quick too. It it is a cool thing that you, you, you both are going there. Um, because a, it's very rare. Do we get a division one scholarship player regardless, but now we had two going to the same, going to the same school. Yeah. And I, I think it's cool that, um, I, first time we ever played football, like tackle football, we were on the same team. Oh, really? Like we've literally been playing football with each other for our (laughs) lives. Like like this year going in, it's going to be like Grant and I's like, it's going to be like our 10th year, 11th year playing football together. That's uh, yeah, that it, it shouldn't be taken lightly for that kind of stuff. Cause you know, that that's a cool thing. Something you can hold your hat on and, and yeah, I and, agree. The, I, and the fact that you guys uh, are still our friends. Cause sometimes they're like, all right, I'm tired of you. Yeah. 10 years. <laughs> like let's move on now. No, it's not like that at all. Yeah. Uh, good. I, I'm, I don't mean to be like uh, not staring at you, but I've I was curious because um, you've been on the podcast several times, and I was trying to figure out. Um, I, I, for a while, I was I would look to see like who was the most downloaded podcast. Yeah, and uh, you were up there for a while. Um, and oh, there it goes. So, oh yeah, so Canyons, Canyons ahead of you. <laughs> oh, Canyon, I. <laughs> Um, he's a pretty popular guy too, though. He is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's, it's funny because the top most downloaded episodes was his, he was the second episode and yours and you were the, it was the first episode. So people, people like the, the, uh, the law, people are waiting for the launch of Nerdball podcast. That's what they were doing. <laughs> I guess, I guess launch. I had, who else is on here? Just uh joe conley and kyle were on here uh they probably did a pretty good one too those are funny guys yeah kriegel was the fourth one canyon again uh miller zackle i don't know if you remember miller yeah i know miller yeah miller's Uh, a super funny guy he's i like him he's super high energy yes he is (laughs) so i i uh coached uh, shot and disc junior high and he was one of my throwers oh, okay and, yeah i was gonna say there had to be on a like a throwing connection there yeah yeah super high energy and then he was he was a really good thrower but then he started rowing and i never like wh- i think one of the main reasons the rowing was as big as it was was because of him like he would he would talk it up so much involved in everything just a huge personality it's yeah he was, he was he like was the, yeah he was like the face of rowing when yeah. he was in high school <laughs> Yes. Like yeah. Whenever, yeah. You, whenever someone said like the rowing team, you would just think of Miller. <laughs> it's like a walking billboard for it. The logo should have been his just a smile. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's he was a super high energy guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 
like I like to feel like I have somewhat energy, but man, when like when you are like, yeah, I feel good about myself. I'm doing this. I, I feel like I'm ready to go. And then someone just like rockets past you. Like, all right, I guess I wasn't ready at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how I feel every day. Like that was kind of a shock to the system here at Toledo too. Like, like I, like at Perrysburg, you know, before a game, we sit in our lawn chairs in the locker room, you know, just kind of chatting, like talking or just sitting there in silence, like looking at the ground, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then when they turn the music on, like I was never super, like I'm not a super crazy high energy guy with football, like even like before games and any, everything like that, like yeah. during the game, I'll get some emotion, but um, like beforehand and everything like that, I was never a super high energy guy. So coming to Toledo, like guys have their headphones on, like three hours before practice. Like if you walked into our locker room before practice day, you would think we're getting ready to play the national championship game. It felt yeah. like to me, my first couple of days, it was like, this is really strange. Like going to practice at, at Perrysburg, like we would all get done with school, throw our backpacks in our locker. And then, and then we're just like, we're talking for 30 minutes before we lift or yeah. 30 minutes before we go out and just hanging out, sitting around. It's like, you walk into the locker room, it's like, Oh my gosh looks like we're getting ready to play a game <laughs> but it's just a midweek practice yeah yeah well it seems that's a little it, different it, for me sure yeah it seems uh I, I i never even thought about it but like the when you just said sitting in our lawn chairs compared to going to a division one football program how different that is i know <laughs> and it's it's funny because like i didn't think like i didn't know anything different i just thought that's how it was so like sure getting in the new the new environment was kind of unique i was like i did not did not expect this at all honestly but um i got used to it and it's it's normal now and yeah you know i think also like the camp schedule has kind of loosened everyone up we're around each other all the time so yeah yeah going through the same struggles uh yeah. hardships hard you know hard practices really brings people together yeah i agree 100 percent. that's what I, I would always tell my I tell my staff at work, like, all right, guys, we, we don't have to be, you guys don't have to be best friends. Like, I, I'm not expecting you to be friends, just be coworkers at the least. Like, you got to be able to communicate about work. You got to do all that. I was like, and come together on something. I don't care if you come together because you don't like me. Like, have something, have yeah. something in common that you guys can achieve here. Yeah, you get a chat about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes your time a lot more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Like, it's, I mean, most of the time you, I go to work and, and I like what I do and it's fun. And, you know, and I tell my staff the same thing. Like, I want you guys to have fun and do what you want here and, and still get our work done and that kind of stuff, because there is going to be times where I tell you something or you have to do something that you don't like. So hopefully that out, you know, the, the stuff you do like outweighs those times where I make you do something you don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And I think maybe like that, that develops, especially in camp and also in two days for you guys too. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, I don't think like the first week of two days is, is pretty easy. Like, you know, you're feeling good, you're fresh, you're excited about football coming. Then you get to the second week and that's when people start to fizzle out. And it's like, you know, I don't really want to do this as much anymore. Like, yeah, you're kind of dragging guys along with you. And I think the, what you said, like the fun aspect of it, of being around the people you like mm -hmm. that has to outweigh, you know, you going out to practice two times a day. And I think that like, that's always like, for me, at least that's always outweighed the two practices a day because just being out there with a bunch of my friends, like 
that was really just me playing backyard football with them for for sure. a whole day long basically yeah yeah and it's getting to that point here at toledo too like the spring you know i didn't really know anyone but you come in fall camp it's like all right let's just go have fun together yeah let's do our work but let's have fun doing it well connor uh i know your your downtime is very rare these days so i won't keep it too long i do appreciate you coming on here i still owe you a shirt too so uh, when we're done here, text me an address so I can an address and a size, uh, and I can I got some shirts I still hanging around somewhere. Um, okay, awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this was awesome. Also, you've uh, congratulations. You've graduated to having to be being able to be on the podcast solo. Usually, when you're in high school, I have to have two of you because it doesn't always work work well with one. Um, but yeah. uh, but now you get to be on by yourself, and uh, it was it was a awesome. It was great talking to you. I'm glad you're doing so well. It was good to see you last Friday. Hopefully, I know your schedules are you know once season starts, it's really tough. But hopefully, you're able to make it out again at some point uh, out in the, out in the future. Yeah, I I will totally make it an emphasis, and I was really happy to come back Friday and get to see all you guys because it's been feels like it's been literally an eternity. Like walking in that stadium and walking on that field. Yeah. felt so so strange and out of place <laughs> that i'm like this does not feel right so I, i'll have to make sure i come back to make it more uh more familiar to the system so um but i'll make make sure i i get back at least a couple times you know with saturday sure. games i don't know how it works but we have action so um yeah about to see how it works but um yeah I, I i appreciate you having me on here and it was great to see you on friday too and i'm sure i'll see you around on more fridays in advance too Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Well, good luck this year. Uh, like I said, I'm sure I'll see you around, man. Thanks. Thanks, Coach Melcher. Thanks again to my guest, Connor Wallenzak, for being on the podcast. Uh, we, like I said, in the podcast, he was out last Friday, so I got to say hi to him for a little bit during the game. And it's good to sit down and talk with him for a little bit about his life now and what he's doing in college and how his practices have been, where he's at on the depth chart and being able to get, play, get to play special teams. So it's really cool that, you know, how he's doing and how well he's doing. Uh, so hopefully I can, uh, me and the family can get out and and uh, make it to a game to see him out there running down on a kickoff or a kick return. So uh, we're excited for him. We're excited for that. Uh, excited for this podcast. It's growing and and uh, slowly but surely, you know. And uh, it's all because of you guys. It's all everyone who listens and let uh, lets people know about the podcast. Uh, when you hit all those like, review, subscribe buttons, uh, that uh, that helps us out. Please continue to do that. Um, but I appreciate y'all listening. Uh, as always, thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Parisburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.